0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Panels on Pages. My name is Dalibor, and today I'm talking about something controversial. I'm talking about the infamous, now very much infamous, J. Scott Campbell art fix, quote, unquote. The reason I wanna talk about this is because I kinda wrote a little dissertation about this uh, in my my comics podcast notes, and I wanted to really bring it forward and, and discuss it a little more at length. Now, first, I want to say this cover is old. Like 2013, 2014, it's old, okay? It, as far as comic book covers go, it is an old fucking cover. It is the cover of Mary Jane. She's wearing ripped up jeans. She's got a, a sh- like a, I don't know, like a ladies cut shirt um, with a low cut with a Spider-Man icon on the shirt. And she's holding a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or whatever it is. And uh, she's got a little bit of cleavage showing and she's looking back towards uh, Spider Man as he's leaving, right? And someone, I uh, think, I actually think this, yeah, this says I made an attempt. So I think this is a Twitter uh, who at the time was was named, I don't know if this is still their name, but uh, non binary Finn Martins, Mertens? Finn Mertens. Non binary Finn Mertens. That was the name of the Twitter. Uh, and they said, I made an attempt at fixing this because it was so, so bad, LOL. It's not perfect, but it's better than it was. So that matter. that's all that matters. Just don't look too closely and at, its- at it, it's fine. Which is ironic, because like, if- the only reason you did it is because you were looking too closely, right? So that's kind of the funny part about that. But their conversion is no cleavage showing. So the shirt basically just has, a- the line is higher up. Uh, The arm is, so like the the position is uh, instead of her kind of holding the cup in front of her forward, almost, I I don't even know how I would describe that, Um, but I feel like it's, the way, the way Campbell drew it almost makes me feel like she's like cold. So she's like scrunched up against her body. That's kind of what it felt like. It's honestly, it was kind of a boring cover when it came out. So I never, ever gave it much thought. Um, but upon looking at it because of this whole thing, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And it's very much Campbell's stylized version of a woman, right? (laughs) Like her pants are down her, that one, like pelvic muscle is showing a little bit, a little bit of skin is showing between the shirt and the, the jeans. Like it's, it's sexy. If you want to call it that it's, it's a comic book character. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man and. I'm beyond that kind of shit. So, like, for me to be like, it's sexy, I guess it's meant to be sexy. How about that? It's meant to be sexy. And the fix is that her arms are down and quite honest, and her knees are down as opposed to her one knee being up. Uh, Like, like, one knee is basically like in a squat, the other knee is, she's like, sitting on her knee. And I've seen women sit like that, so I know it's like a possible fucking position. I've seen men sit like that as well. Uh, And in the, fix quote unquote uh she's basically just like on her knees looking back and holding this cup of coffee and i honestly think it's a way more awkward and somehow on a cover that i originally thought was pretty boring to begin with is more boring (laughs) like it's it's a boring cover it's always been a boring cover and all this person did is make it somehow more boring Sure, whatever, I guess if you feel that that is a fix, that is a fix. But here's here's kind of my little thing that I wrote uh, about this. Uh, Campbell's stuff is very stylized and rarely reflective of real human biology, but it's his style, right? It's always been that way. This is not something new for him. Going back to Gen 13 and his first drawings, that's just how he draws. At least first drawings for the public consumption, like the early days of Wildstorm, that's how he draws. Some people like it, some people don't like it. I personally grown bored of it. Like I said, this is a boring cover. I've seen a lot of his more recent, like variant covers, and it's like he draws things, I guess, again, meant to be sexy for the sake of just that, not for the sake of cool stuff. Like, honestly, what I thought was some of his best work was when he had. Um, I think it was called Wild Wildsiders it was his own creation and all the characters wore full jumpsuits and they had like holographic powers and I thought it was an interesting use of his abilities because all of their powers were based on animals so he had people like in you know running positions like a cheetah and all this different stuff and I thought it was the most interesting time in his artistic career. Since then, he I guess he has a license with Marvel and DC and whoever the hell else to just like make variant, like to make an, make a piece and they, they do a print run of variants for him and he sells those. Cool, I guess if that's like what you wanna do as an artist, whatever, I don't care. I'm sure, I mean, obviously there's a market for it, so good on you, good on everyone involved. But that's just like what his art is. Everything he does now, it's just shinier versions of the same stuff he did 25 years ago but that doesn't mean his art needs fixing. Saying that would mean that anybody's art that's not perfectly anatomically correct or perfectly color accurate needs fixing. If that were true, every artist in every genre and every medium would need to be fixed. Picasso's blue period is notorious for not being in any way realism. You, we, we gotta go back and fix that too? Like it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I think the only person that might get away with it because he's typically very, very photorealistic because he uses real bodies as photo reference, but that's just because that's his style is Alex Ross. Like he goes full into creating photorealistic art and that's his thing. But even then he's taken artistic liberties. So even the guy who is arguably the best at making things look just like they might in reality or they do in reality, he's not perfect. I don't get the movement of trying to shove all art, especially comic book art into realistic, like into a realistic box. Like why do comic book characters need to be realistic? Like there is there is an argument that has been made, oh, they they need to portray people in a realistic light. Why? They were going to do a whole new Warriors thing basically based on the idea of ultra inclusivity and one of the characters was a fat girl. And i am a fat person so i feel like i have somewhat of a position to speak on this if a superhero any superhero had the ability to run fast do any sort of physical combat they should not be overweight ever for any reason fat spider-man not a thing that's going to happen unless he stops being spider-man this character's powers were a bag that she could whip shit out of and essentially throw at people. It was basically Barney's bag, which I think is a little condescending ironically in a book meant to be all about inclusivity. So she did not have any physical strength, but she had tools. She had a bag of tools that she could use. So in my opinion, that is an accurate representation of a fat person superhero. Like if I was to get powers tomorrow, whatever the powers were, and they involved any sort of physical activity you bet your ass that very, very quickly, I would be leaned out because I'd be going out there and I'd be whooping that ass. <laughs> but if I got powers of like, say telepathy, I'm not doing push-ups if I could just tell people to sleep. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna look like this, but I'm just gonna go into a bank robbery and be like, shh, sleep. And they're sleeping and I save the day. And I don't have to fucking do push-ups. Win, win, motherfucker, win, win. <laughs> But the point is, from the art, ultra-realism does not make it better. Like, making all artists make their shit look more realistic is not going to somehow improve comic books. Like, if Campbell were suddenly to just, like, take into account a realistic, everyday, average human form when he drew girls, he wouldn't suddenly become more interesting of an artist if his art was still designed to be sexy, like if he drew the same kind of art, but drew, drew it more realistic, quote unquote, uh, I would still not wanna buy his fucking covers cause it would still be boring. Cause it's like, oh, you're just trying to make sexy more realistic. Like it would it would mean nothing to me as a, as a consumer. And the reality is the people who buy those covers, I'm gonna very confidently say are not buying it for his artistic vision. They're buying it cause the covers are supposed to be sexy. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, it's possible, but that is my opinion. Going back to what I wrote in this little dissertation, comic books are distinctly stylized art of fictional characters who exist in universes where getting actually blown up may not actually be fatal. Like, that is the thing you need to consider in your brain space when you wonder, why are women portrayed this way? Because Black Widow can do backflips off of falling spaceship and survive. I'm not worried if her pose doesn't meet what real people can do, even though a lot of that has been proven to not be true because heavily athletic people can do most of those poses. This has been proven. So to, to argue otherwise is silly, but it's not even the point. You wanna say average people. Black Widow is not an average woman. Black Widow is a top level super spy who was trained by the KGB by shield and by a shit ton of motherfuckers in between. She is a badass. Comparing what a badass looks like to what a regular average person looks like is not the move. That's not the move. What this is really about, like this this is the this is the gem. This is the nugget of this episode. What this I think is really about is about art that is deemed too sexy and that concept being based on some very conservative ideas about how women should be portrayed. It's ironic to me that a lot of the people that make these complaints are espousing conservative ideals, even though they appear to be, in all their other communication, very liberal. To say that a piece of art is portraying women as too sexy comes from a conservative idea of what women should be made to look like. And inherently within that, It is from a conservative idea of possessing the female body. If this wasn't the case, then everyone would have these same exact complaints about Todd Nock's art. Because Todd's characters are generally adorable, often short, often big-handed, not realistic. But guess who has never had this kind of controversy? Todd Nock. When you are ready to complain about how a character is portrayed on a comic book, think about where your complaint is coming from, to look at it from my own perspective, from the male perspective. I, when I was a kid, I would look at comic books and be like, people don't look like that. And not in a people don't look like that angry kind of sense, but like these are clearly fictional people because no one is shaped that way. One day happened to be in gym class. I think maybe we were in the in the, in the uh, fucking, what is the fucking room called? Where you get dressed and shit. Fucking... Locker room, jeez, can't even think. We were in the locker room. One of my very fit school chums changing clothes. As I'm putting my shirt on, I realize, damn, this dude is like, he's got the kind of like Y shape thing going on that they do in the comics. And I was like, oh, maybe some people are shaped this way. And then I went off and went on about my life, never fucking thinking about that again. Complaining that characters on comic book covers inside comic books are not portrayed the way that normal people look is a flawed argument to begin with. I'm gonna say that right, right off the bat there. But it is also a narrow perspective. You've never seen someone who looks like that. You've never seen someone who manages to do a pose like that. There are people who can do it and there are people who do look like that. I watched, to what I'm a six foot five, 400-plus-pound man. I watched a what I would consider in real life, in person, to be a tiny woman lift nearly my body weight above her head during the Olympics. I could not wrap my head around it. The sheer power in that tiny body can't still can't still kind of bothers me at night. You know what I mean? Like it's so much power in such a tiny frame, but she fucking killed it i never thought about that beforehand because i had never seen it but guess what now now i know that people who look like i could fit 14 of them inside of me might be able to lift me over their head it's a little scary in the grand scheme of things but my point is shit is not always the way your current and limited perspective may see it as no matter where you are in life no matter how old you are and I'll be very honest with you. Even more so if you're young, you don't know everything. You don't know what people can do. People are amazing fucking machines. Physically, people have and will continue to do insane feats. So when you think about, oh, this person who's sitting here doesn't look like a realistic person. Move on with your fucking day. If you don't like it, don't Buy it! If you think it sets a bad example for your children, don't let your children consume it. But if you start espousing your beliefs as the correct way to do things, i.e. fixing things like this, you are trying to impose your personal perspective and beliefs and moralities onto other people. And that is, without question, the wrong fucking move. That's gonna be it for this one. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.